This is episode number 16 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host this week, Sal DiVincenzo, joined by my colleagues, Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo. Hello. And once again, we are here to educate and entertain you and hopefully delight you. I'm like putting everything together now Mm -hmm. uh, as we tell you about all the great things happening here at Middle Country Public Library. Um, Before we move on to our little chat, Mm -hmm. uh, does anybody have anything for housekeeping this week? I do. Nicole. Yes. Um, So this Friday, June 1st from 4 to 7 p.m. is our annual Spring Jubilee. Um, It'll be out in the Nature Explorium. They'll have different arts and crafts and some live music. So it's definitely a family program. Come down with your kids, your grandkids. Everyone's welcome. It's also out of district. So, yeah. So if you don't live in the middle or if you, you know, have friends or families that live in another district that you all want to come down together, that's absolutely fine. And no registrations required. Oh, great. Yep. Mm -hmm. So come down anytime from 4 to 7 on Friday. If it rains inside or rain date if it rains you get wet right yeah there's, i don't see your rain date and it's definitely not inside because it's oh, okay. gonna be a outside outside thing. okay it, like to because our nature explorium is open now so. and just oh, okay. yeah just yeah. remind folks what the nature explorium is it's our outside classroom oh, nice. <laughs> so there's all different areas like um that focus on different areas of like education i guess so there's like a stage with musical instruments there's a water feature um, that's a lot of fun, but it's just a feature. It's not, not a, a park. Yes. <laughs> not a park. Um, there's like a little area uh, for sand and digging and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's all. It's really beautiful out there. Great. Very nice. Yeah. So come so down. So that's this Friday. This Friday, June first. June first. Yes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sarah, are you? Uh, you have anything that you want to talk about for housekeeping uh, no. for this week? Now, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll mention something. Okay. Um, job fair, Suffolk County Department of Labor job fair is next week it is tuesday june 5th from 1 p.m to 4 p.m here in our center each building over 30 uh employers Mm. are scheduled to attend so please uh bring your resume and dress for success very nice they have to specifically say that unfortunately because i we have people who come down who do not dress for success (laughs) (laughs) they dress for they dress for for nighttime and going to bed (laughs) yeah but i see people at jobs sometimes i'm like you can wear that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a you know. I don't know what job they have either. So sure. No, no. It, look, it's it's. There's always there's always a possibility that mm-hmm. you know you're going to apply for a job right. in a suit, and mm-hmm. then eventually you're going to be working in either a uniform or jeans and a t-shirt. Right. right. But they do highly recommend that first impression. It, they say dress a level up. Right. Level up than or what you would dress normally wear. For the position you want to have, not the one that you're uh, going for. Yes. CEO. Yeah. So, yes. That's right. <laughs> sure. So, so one to four next Tuesday, June fifth, here in the Center Reach Building. Nice. nice. All right. So with that being said, um, you you ladies want to battle it out? Who's going first this week? <laughs> uh, well, mine's short and sweet, so maybe I'll go first. A yeah. Little bit. Okay. So um, I'm just gonna go over our you know new DVD list for oh, June fourth. Yes, I love nice. the DVD yeah, list day. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so uh, giving everyone a heads up of what's coming down the pike, we have Death Wish with Bruce Willis, a man on a deadly mission to avenge. It's a remake, right? I think it's a loosely based okay. remake, yeah. Oh. Um, but I did not see the original Death Wish, so I don't 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wrinkle in Time, which will be on adult oh. and children. Yeah. So. That's right. Um, I know we ordered a lot of uh, copies, too, when the movie was coming out. So we have a lot more books as well. And I feel like mm. that was in the theater like yesterday. I know, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, did not, yeah. it did not do very well. Oh, so. no. But for those who decided to wait till it's on right. DVD, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Your um, Hurricane Heist, which is... <laughs> I never even heard of that. They do a it's bank. It's like a Sharknado. Uh, yes, but yeah. they're robbing a bank in the midst of a hurricane. Okay, okay, and I like it. As you can imagine. And bad things happen. Anyone good? Um, yes, do you know um, he played the dumb brother in... <laughs> this is a stretch. <laughs> in um, that vampire show on Showtime. Blood, blood. True Blood. True Blood. That was yeah. HBO. Oh, that was HBO. And that wasn't a dumb vampire show. How dare? The first four seasons uh, were amazing. Say, it dropped off at the, the end. Dumb but no one talks about that. I didn't say dumb vampire. The hot one. So you had to say the hot brother. Oh, That's how I know. Yes, the hot brother. <laughs> Jason. Yes, I do. Yes, he's in it. I okay, so you touched a nerve. That was that was a roundabout way of saying that. So put that on reserve for Nicole. Yeah, the hot brother. <laughs> True Blood. <laughs> Is in in that who I get kind of confused with Paul Walker, you know? Yeah. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to the list. We have strangers. They pray at night. What is that about? What are these movies? Well, it's a horror movie. The first strangers. Oh, movie yes, was a yes, while ago. yes. It was yes, pretty yes, yes. scary. Yes. Aren't they coming out with another one? Well, that's the one. Oh, this is the one I went straight to go straight to. It was out for a little bit. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Like for like a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it was as scary as the first one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Tomb Raider, okay. which is uh, oh with uh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah, which she looks like a. I kind of feel like there's a lot of just like rehashing of ideas mm, happening. I know. Because we have what we have Death Wish, which is a loose remake. Tomb Raider, which is Tomb Raider. We have the loose. hot dumb brother. In <laughs> 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 but at least it's original. I'm <laughs> robbing a hurricane during a uh, robbing a bank during a robbing hur- a hurricane. hurricane. That is a movie I want to see. <laughs> yeah, people taking people's lawn chairs. That's like huge. Oh, Love Simon. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, I heard that. I was, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. yeah. Wasn't so. that up for a, a, an Academy Award or no? Mm-mm. No, that'd be surprising. No, well, no, no I don't know. If it, was it was that well critically received, acclaimed. Yeah, that, well, yeah. yeah, and it's all that's also a book in the YA section. Yep, it's it a YA. Yeah, it's a YA. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that's well, you know Sherlock Gnomes is coming up. That's not on the list, folks, but that will be <laughs> that'll be because that's Sherlock cute. Gnomes. Gnomes. Yeah, do you remember Gnomeo and Juliet? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 she's oh, still making yeah, those yeah, movies. That's original. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> Well, you know. we're, really, we're really selling this list this week. <laughs> so it's a, a short list, but it's a sweet list. So, um, you know, you have some good ones in there. Death Wish, I have a feeling that's going to be a, a guilty pleasure. Sure. I think so. So um, June 4th. June 4th, Monday. Monday, 9.30 a.m. Yep, people put your reserves in. Put your reserves in, mm-hmm. folks. Hurricane Heist is mine, guys. Huh. Yeah. Hurricane Heist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The stealing of the hurricane. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be shirtless, and that hurricane's going to rip his shirt off, right? His shirt the first off, five minutes. Yes. You're going to give your audience what they want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Okay. Nicole, what you got this week? So I recently went on a little vacation nice. to Chicago, <laughs> um, and I'm obsessed. It's my new favorite city. Did you drive? No, oh. I flew. Yeah, I flew. Did you fly Frontier? No. Okay. JetBlue. I only fly JetBlue. 
Oh, so you didn't leave out an ice slip then? You took. No, I went into JFK. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. oh, we, oh, we were almost late to the plane too. We, um, they were some. We didn't get there in the three hours ahead of time that you're supposed to. Um, we got there a little <laughs> bit closer to an hour ahead of time, and so it was half our fault, but half like they were doing something with the dogs. So oh. yeah, so we were like not gonna make it. So I tweeted at JetBlue, and I was like. We're gonna be late. Is there a flight we can get on after that? And we happened to make it, so we ran and we made it. And then they tweeted back at us, like, and that. So I retweeted again, and I was like, "Never mind, we made it." And they tweeted back at me, they're like, "Okay, good." <laughs> so, so wait a second. So wait a second. When you all right? So I'm still I'm still on the first ten seconds of, of the story do- what, of the dogs. Dog? Yeah, I don't know. Something happened, and they Bombs had some- living dogs. Oh, or drugs, drugs, drugs. Oh, drugs, drugs, just drugs. <laughs> no big deal. You know your normal dog. Yeah, yeah, drugs, not bombs. Something happened with the dogs is like really vague and yeah. yeah. Well, all I knew was we weren't moving, but there was a really nice um, TSA worker because we were all complaining to her, and she was very nice. And she was like, "No, it's just the dogs are out here, you know, whatever the bomb or drug sniffing dogs are out here." And uh, she's like, "As soon as they leave, like you'll get the because everyone was like nervous yeah, they're sure. gonna miss their flight." So she's like, "Don't worry, as soon as they leave, it'll go really quick." And we're like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> so, so we ran. Flight? I was I had no shoes on, and I what? ran through there because you know you had to put your shoes back on, oh. and I had sneakers on, so they were hard. You know, it takes yeah. a second. So I was like, screw it. So I ran, and I ran all the way to the gate. I left my husband behind. <laughs> he was on the late flight. <laughs> I made it, but the hubby didn't. Yeah, he had like no. He wasn't worried. So I was like, whatever, I'm running. So I ran and I held, I held the door for him. <laughs> and, uh, we both got on a plane. It was fine. Nice. So we made it to Chicago, and like I said, I'm obsessed. It's like my new favorite city. It's mm. so much it fun. Is a nice city, if yeah. you ever want to go and need someone to go with, I'll go with you. Is that uh, the Windy City? Yes, it is. The windy and it's also Blues Brothers. That's what mm-hmm. yes. yes. Okay. But it's not the Windy City because of actual wind. What is it? Windy it's problem. about politics, yes. right? Yeah, about, politics, about yeah. politicians. Oh, I really yep. thought and it was... And there was... No, there was a, a <laughs> reporter who called the politicians of Chicago like a bunch of windbags. Yes. Ah, and it became the Windy City. Yep. Huh. Mm-hmm. It does get windy. But it does, right. Would you call that a fun fact? A fun fact. That's, yeah, yes. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> I learned that on the architecture boat tour that we oh, took. Oh, you did that. Down Very the, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yes, yes. I did that. It was I, It was amazing. It was so much fun. We saw Hamilton. That was amazing. Ah. That's right. You can see Hamilton in Chicago. Yes. You can travel to, if you plan it out. You can you can, you can get here. a round trip airfare, <laughs> a hotel room mm-hmm. at a modest hotel, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and two tickets to Hamilton for less money than mm-hmm. if you went into the city and saw it here. I can believe that. Yep. Yeah. So we did that. Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, Is that your first time seeing Hamilton? Yes. I listened to the soundtrack a million times. Were you like blown away? It, it was amazing. Did you yeah. have to yeah. stop yourself from singing along? I, I did it. I, well, you know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't bother my neighbors, but, you know, I couldn't stop myself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we did that, and we went to a show at the Second City, the Improv. Oh, cool! That was really fun. And the thing I want to talk about today is we saw a taping of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, the NPR wow. show, ah. the news game show that yes. it's on Saturday mornings at ele- for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Saturday mornings at eleven a.m. on NPR. I listen to it on one hundred five seven, I think, but also eighty nine nine is the uh, radio station, and. 
if you miss it though, you can go. They have them all on the website. Okay, yeah, you yeah. can um, listen to them anytime. So we went to a taping of that, and it was so much fun. They're so funny. The um, host is Peter Sagal, and he's hysterical. And um, our panel, because there's a panel of three people that they like rotate out. Like Paula Poundstone is on it. Yes, um, yes. Alfonso Budden or something like that is on. Like some like pretty famous comedians or mm-hmm. you know nice semi-famous. Um, we had Tom Bodet. You know the guy at the Motel 6 guy? He's like, we'll leave the light on for you. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. He is hysterical. He's really funny. He was on it. Roxanne Roberts, who's on it a lot, and she's a reporter or uh, yeah, reporter for the Washington Post, and Tara Clancy, who's new, newish to like mm-hmm. that. Um, she's another mm-hmm. comedian, too. And she does a lot of stuff with the moth, that um, storytelling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they were all there, and it was so funny. And they always have a special guest. <clears throat> like a real famous person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, call in and like play a game call like that's not my job and ours was Cindy Lauper. Oh wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah so and it's fun and going to the taping is obviously a, a, you know different than hearing yeah. it you get so much more like yeah. they make more jokes and they like you know they just the conversation's going a lot longer mm-hmm. um, in person it was so much fun and I got a little tote bag and <laughs> nice. Yeah it was really cool but if you don't know about it or if you do love the show and you want to hear more um here comes a, here comes the library time yes yes <laughs> i mean i can just go on and on yeah, about yeah. Chicago without telling it in, but i figured out um we there's a lot of on hoopla there's a um, lot of like hoopla. the oh, hoopla. yes um the best of wait wait don't tell me um so there's a lot of like the best of kind of ones about like um, famous people who returned our calls famous uh, <laughs> the best of not my job timeless moments um, stuff like that. So there's a lot of like e-audio things that you can listen to that have like the best nice. of the show. So mm-hmm. if you go on Hoopla or if you go into our catalog and just search Wait, We Don't Tell Me, you'll find some stuff. Yes. So that's what's a nice thing about Hoopla mm-hmm. is that the Hoopla catalog is connected to our catalog. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Very nice. Yeah. So that's very cool. So that was a lot of fun. So um, before we wrap this segment up, I would like to know mm-hmm. um, if you went to the Chicago Diner. I did and I got sick. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> for those folks, for those what folks, did you get? In a good way. I got sick okay, in yeah. a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for those folks who don't know, the Chicago Diner started in the early 80s is mm-hmm. the first, the re, uh, you know, they, they call it the first vegan, mm-hmm. vegetarian restaurant. I feel like we talked about restaurant. this. Not on here. Not, not on here. So. No. Yeah. Off, offline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, no. I went. You went. Yeah. What did you get? Um, we got an appetite. Shoot, I don't remember what advertiser. We got an appetizer. Did you get the wings, the chicken wings? No, we didn't get no. chicken wings. What did we get? They're not really chicken wings. No, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, everything defaults vegan, and I think you can make it vegetarian. You can make it, but it's all vegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we got the spin dip. Oh, okay. Because I tried to get things that, like, because there are other little places around here that have some vegan things, so I tried to get things I haven't right, seen right. yet mm-hmm. in vegan form. So sure. we got the spin dip. That was really good. And then I got the, like, titanic blt something or nice. other it's like oh. tempa and yeah. satan or whatever. it was so good and uh and then i got a milkshake they have milkshakes yeah. and like ice cream is the one thing which we've discussed that i have not found like a suitable yeah. substitute for yeah. and this was right? the most amazing milkshake yeah. i've had like I, isn't there like tofuti yeah, they, and I use that for like sour cream and stuff, but yeah. there's not the ice, like I like um, almond, ca- like I have not found anything. But whatever they use or however they mix yeah. it, it was so good. It was such a good milkshake, and I miss milkshakes. I like those. Yeah, this place is has perfected yeah. this really to, to the point where a non-vegan, right. non-vegetarian person would go in there and thoroughly enjoy it, as, as myself as I I did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Steve, he ate, he had um, whatever sandwich he had, and he ate the whole thing, and uh, he had apple pie, and his apple pie was really really yeah. good too. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. I had a gyro. I had a chicken gyro, mm. and it was spectacular. Yeah. Was, I, it, I did not <laughs> feel like I was eating, was it called satine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was just eating that. I yeah. felt like I was actually eating I was, like, zillowing apartments, like, around there. <laughs> and I was like, Steve, look, we could totally afford this. Just like Pachong. Yeah. <laughs> Same prices. It's really, it's really a great, great place. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. Oh, thank yeah. you. And for our focus segment this week, I'm very pleased to be joined by my colleague, adult services librarian, Amber Gagliardi. How are you? Hi, great. Thanks. Thanks, Sal. And you are going to talk to us about a very, uh, I guess it's safe to say, an unconventional new collection that we have here at Middle Country. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about the Seed Library. So the Seed Library is new, but we're seeing it kind of pop up all across the United States right now. It's growing. It's growing. (laughs) And, um, you know, we're not the first, but we are certainly taking uh, this initiative and trying to go with it. So basically what it is, is we share seeds with the community. And it's a a seed sharing program. And it can be as simple as somebody comes in, they pick up a packet of seeds. They might be the first time having a garden. They might start with something super simple like lettuce. They take them home, they plant them, and and that's the end of it. But we really hope it's going to grow into something more. So as some people may know, you can save seeds from year to year. I did not know this. Yeah. So this is very interesting. All seeds can be saved from year to year. Okay. So we are having a number of programs here at the library, a seed saving program coming up in June. And, um, we are going to teach people the basics of seed saving, and we are also having other gardening programs throughout the year, eight to be exact, and people come in and they just, you know, either they're starting from the basics, they're just learning how to grow, mm-hmm. they might start with the herb garden, they might, you know, be experienced seed savers, and they're going to save seeds and bring them back to the community. But this is nothing new here at Middle Country. We've had um, gardening programs for years. Sure. Um, we've had a seed saving exchange every March, and we get at least 20 patrons here. So we have a lot of experienced gardeners. Okay. So with that being said, um, I, I believe that this is going to really take off here in this community because we have a lot of people who are already experienced, they've been saving seeds, they've been sharing seeds, so now we are just going to expand the number of people who already do this here. Sure. So, really quickly, not to get too technical, so, you know, I go to Home Depot, I buy my plants, they're already coming out of the pots, Mm -hmm. I plant them, uh, let's say tomato plants, and uh, and they grow, and I go this season, and frankly, at the end of the season, I pull them out, I throw them in the garbage, and they're done. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that there's a way of gathering these seeds. So I take a tomato and I literally pull the seeds out of the tomato. Right. Is that what you're saying? So the first step was to would be to make sure you know where that tomato comes from. Okay. So the idea behind the seed library is to save local varieties that grow well here. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but say you went to Home Depot and you wanted to save seeds from a plant, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we would really encourage you to start with seeds so you could see see the whole growing process but if you did um, go to Home Depot you bought tomatoes you would want to make sure it's not hybrid because you can't save hybrid seeds really so you would just have to make sure it's um, you know a organic Organic. um, okay non-gmo seed Mm -hmm. and you would um, 
then plant it as you normally would. You would um, want to have multiple tomatoes. You can't just have one plant. So you would have to probably have at least six, but ideally 10. Okay. And then you would watch it and you would identify early on what tomato plant is doing well. And you would identify that is the plant that you're going to save seeds wow. from. Okay. So you would then let the tomatoes get overripe. Okay. And then you, on the vine, on the vine, on the vine, okay, and they would be overripe, and then you would save the seeds from there. Um, you would want to make sure the seeds are mature. That's the mm-hmm. key behind it. Okay. Um, and then there's many different ways of doing this, but there it gets a little messy with the tomato. I'm sure. Uh, essentially, you would start to cut it up, identify the seeds. Um, the easiest way to be would be to lay them on a paper towel, let them dry for a week. Once the seeds are dry, put them in a jar or an envelope, and then you would have seeds. For the, next year. for the next year but again you would want to know where those seeds came from and you would want to um make sure they were mature because you would want yeah. to be and, successful and the, best, the next year the best uh, yeah. plants yeah i didn't right. realize that i thought you could just pick whatever plant mm. but you really should go after right. the good the good seeds of course you've all seen it you th- you might have a compost pile and mm. all of a sudden um a tomato just starts to grow sure. <laughs> um that certainly can happen but that's not the ideal way to save seeds okay. because you have no idea where that tomato came from okay so if you wanted to guarantee success of your garden which most gardeners want to do you just want to make sure you know the life cycle of that seed and what that seed is going to look like sure because if you're growing a lot of tomatoes you probably have plans for them and if you get a cherry tomato as opposed to um you know a tomato that you're going to make tomato sauce with Mm -hmm. that's a whole different story so it's just being aware of where your food comes yeah which really brings us back to the essence of the seed library. I think a lot of us are becoming increasingly concerned of our food source. Mm-hmm. And we're hearing, you know, about all these vegetables that you have to wash 10 times exactly. and all these chemicals exactly. on them. And people are just scared. Um, you know, the fact that it's safer to eat a cracker than, you know, lettuce and romaine lettuce all at the time <laughs> is is scary to people. Yeah. So I think we're, we're realizing that we do have a wonderful soil here on Long Island. We have great conditions for the most part, and we can grow a lot of these things here. And you can really know where your food is coming from. Um, you can know what chemicals you used if you sure, choose if you to did. use something. Yeah, uh-huh. And um, you can feel good about feeding them to your family without being scared of what chemicals were sprayed and where they came from and what, what country they came from. Exactly. And so it's um, something we're seeing because people just want to make sure they're eating healthy, nutritious food. So that's, you know, part of it. Another part of the seed library, I think why a lot of libraries are, um, you know, getting on board with this because, you know, in a library, um, you know, our goal is to preserve things. You know, we preserve all sorts of things about our local history. We preserve classic books that we know we want for future generations. And same thing with our local seeds. Like, we want to make sure that they're here. So really, if you think about it, you know, a seed library fits perfectly in, you know, a conventional library that we have because mm-hmm. we're preserving the seeds and we should also be preserving the history of these seeds. Okay. So where do they come from? Okay. So one example of this is um, a lot of libraries are now holding the Shinnecock tomato. And the Shinnecock tomato has been here for forever. Wow. You know, the Shinnecock um, Indians yeah. grew them. And and we almost lost that variety until we realized that we had a few plants left. So they've been, 
you know, saving those seeds and giving them to other seed libraries. And I hope that's one in, one that's seed great. that we'll have in yeah, the future here. Exactly. So we have um, a real opportunity to be a steward of local varieties here and identify things that grow well on Long Island that have been here for forever. Yeah. And we can really, you know, with a seed saving community that is serious about it, we could really be a steward of those seeds sure. and hold local varieties here with the um right equipment and and conditions. So it's, 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 it sounds amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. What uh, what's the process now? So if a, so if a patron is there any requirements for a patron? Do they just come to the reference desk? I know we have something down on yeah. the uh, on the the main floor here right. in the center each building. So they they can browse the seeds and how many seed varieties do we have right now? Okay, so um, we started off with fifteen varieties of seeds. Um, we had very simple things like lettuce, cucumber, pepper, peas. Um, those seeds are all very easy to save, so they're available now for okay. people to take. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got a donation from Seed Savers. We added about a hundred additional packets to our seeds, wow. so we have all sorts of varieties. But if people want to borrow them, all they have to do is come in. We have an old wooden card catalog set up on the um, reference desk. So they come in, they they pick out which seeds they would like. You can take four packets of seeds per month. And what we ask you is to make sure you plant them and at least try to save save seeds. Right. And then at the end of the season, they will come back, mm-hmm. and then we will hold them for for the winter time. Yeah. For that thing, and then next year, hopefully, we'll have an even bigger collection, and so on right. and so forth. Exactly. And at one point, we may not have to um, purchase any seeds of the collection, and we'll have you know more focused varieties in our collection that do well here, and um, we'll have patrons educating each other about the seeds. Sure. Um, but another thing patrons can do if you don't have a lot or you kind of want to talk about your seeds and you know you want it to be more personal everyone's invited to come to the seed exchange which is great so um, people can come in share seeds talk about their seeds ask questions and I I personally went to it this year and it was just great to learn from other people and you could read you know a million books about seed saving and how to grow vegetables but talking to your community members and fellow fellow patrons is the best way because they know exactly the conditions here and um their particular variety of seed how it grows best so yeah so and now is the time right now is the time to plant is are we a little late now or is now the time to plant so yeah i mean now is the time um i mean starting seeds indoors it it should have already been done Mm -hmm. but it's never too late late. um there are lots of things that grow quickly you know cucumbers peas you know you're late to start tomatoes but you could certainly still go to a local nursery and mm-hmm. still get tomatoes sure. and plant them so you're still right on track for that mm-hmm. or again talk to your neighbors maybe they have an extra one they sure. started inside and like you said if you do go to home depot or you do go go to lowe's or one of these nurseries and get a plant and you plant it you know take a look at those and then gather the seeds from those plants right yeah. as long as they are organic non-gmo right. plants we can we can yeah pay attention the, yeah. to the signs i mean you could always go to a local nursery because you know they came from here mm-hmm. home depot obviously has contracts you know from out of state Sometimes, um, places yeah. and you know they might not grow best here on long island but for the most part they know what grows so you could go in and ask somebody about um where they came from what 
you know, what would grow best here. Um, ask them for organic, non-GMO. That's great. And you can certainly try to save the seeds from next year to next year. And, you know, if you're nervous about it, then don't have the goal of maybe this year sharing it with somebody else because you don't want them to grow. But you, you can do just it for plant, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just planting it. And you know, just, so. You know, seeing what it's like to cultivate, uh, you right. know, a vegetable. And worst case scenario, you can do what you always do and just go back out and, yeah, and purchase them <laughs> if they don't grow. But, you know, people are going to have success with this. We have tons of books in our collection. Um, we have a great um, web page all about our seed library. So you can go on there. Great. And I, I've identified at least a dozen seed saving books that you could go ahead and um, read and you know you don't have to read it from start to finish but you could read about a specific um, vegetable or uh, you know a variety that you're trying to save and you know it's It'll take you a few minutes. Exactly. It's a couple pages, but um, reading a book, you know, cover to cover about seed saving, I think will really open your eyes on the need for this and how important it is for us to save varieties for our future generations. Excellent, excellent. So we'll put that link uh, to your page, to the the seed library page that you were mentioning in our show notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amber, thank you so much for letting us know about our new seed library. Thank you, Sal. Okay, and we are back. Uh, do you folks, uh, ladies, do you do uh, gardening? No. No? I have like 10 black thumbs. <gasps> I actually, <laughs> it's sad. I I got some of the seed packets because yeah. I'm like, hey, right, right, right. Yeah. I'm going to try this. Sure. Like, Why not? And they burst into flame. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I bought a little seed from like Burpee. I think that's what mm. the, oh, yeah, and yeah. it was incredibly expensive that mm-hmm. so first of all then i was like like let me get my 20 dollars seed starter kit that i'm sure. gonna fail which yeah. i did so i started oh, it no. and they, they i got some flowers because we have some flowers in this they're supposed to like grow like easily right aren't some flowers <laughs> supposed to be like well they're they're local to long island okay. so yeah. Yeah. yeah so they started a little that's bit, Arizona. Oh, nice a little and then they're dead <laughs> they need sun. It's, oh, is that my problem? <laughs> Not the closet. Yeah, you have, yeah, you have them yeah, growing sun, in the sheds. Water, I think they need. <laughs> Darn it! Love is not the only yeah. thing they need to grow. <laughs> I love them so hard, though. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So now I um I do try every spring. Oh, I okay. do. Well, but yeah, I, I, you probably have. I think you have a garden. I right? do. Oh. I'm not going to do the seeds this year, though. I, I might. What I'll do is I will uh, see if I can uh, donate. You know, donate the seeds at the end of the season. Nice. Um, because I, I'm I'm too far behind. I'm I'm yeah. doing like work in my yard, so mm-hmm. I had to. So I haven't even planted yet. So I'm a little behind. But so I have I'll, a succulent at my yeah. desk that is like barely hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> and that, those plants in, are like not yes, supposed to be able yeah, to die. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> So, um, you squandered another half hour listening to us. (laughs) Um, But thank you for listening to us. And if you want to hear older episodes or read our show notes, Mm -hmm. visit our website, www.mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts. Email us, Mm -hmm. podcast at mcplibrary. Have you been to Chicago? ORG, yes. Do you like Chicago? Chicago? Have you been to the Chicago <laughs> Diner? Yeah. Did you know. see Hamilton yeah. for $5? <laughs> <laughs> Email us yeah. uh, and let us know. Uh, and we will uh, we'll answer any questions that you might have. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that does it for this show. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo, and we'll see you on the next show.